Looking to create wealth and income through high cash flowing real estate? Self-storage is the fastest growing and the newest real estate asset that has outperformed all others. What's its secret? I'm AJ Osborne, and with over a million square feet that we have built, acquired, expanded, and even converted big box stores from small third tier markets to large hundred plus thousand square foot facilities, we have seen it all. This is the podcast that we're going to discuss and bring on the best investors and operators in the nation to show you how to create wealth and income with self-storage. Welcome to Self-Storage Income. Welcome everybody to Self Storage Income. I we've had a busy last couple weeks. Um, we're trying to get this podcast out here before we take off um, to head to a bunch of our development sites. Um, we're going all over the place. We'll be in Kansas and Iowa, Montana. Um, yeah, it's so, gonna yeah. be a good trip, dude. It is. It That'll is. Be fun. You can check it out. We'll I'll be taking. Oh, I'm actually taking over the. Bigger Pockets Pod, or uh, yeah, Bigger Pockets Podcast, or Bigger Pockets Instagram, excuse me. Um, and we'll be showing it all on ours. Um, and so it should give you a better in, uh, in-depth look at um, what we're looking for when we're looking at developments. And um, these two are specifically conversions. So that should be cool and interesting because we get a lot of questions about conversions. Yeah, it's the hot new thing to do. Um Obviously, a lot of those retail buildings, they need uh, to be repurposed yes, they <laughs> some do. way or another. Uh, and storage is a good way to do that in a lot of these areas. And so, yeah, the demand has been super high for that. We've actually kind of had an issue um, balancing that a little bit with, you know, purchasing existing facilities or finding existing facilities yeah. uh, versus the conversion projects. I feel like we've got all those conversions coming up all over the place and... Uh, we've got uh, just a few of uh, those existing facilities, but um, kind of like we were, more of them. Oh yeah, exactly. Kind of like we were talking earlier, though. It sounds like uh, things here in quarter four kind of picking up as far yes. as existing facilities go. Yep. Uh, so hopefully that kind of continues, and and we can find some good facilities to pick up. Yeah, it seems yeah. like always fourth quarter we see an uptick in sellers wanting to sell. It'll be interesting to see how the election this is the day before election right now. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if that moves more sellers or mm-hmm. or not and get stuff onto the market. But um, before we get into things, there's a few things we want to talk about. I mentioned one thing is super exciting. You guys are going to like. First, want to uh, give a shout out to our sponsor. So one of our sponsor, we have two now, which we introduced actually last week. Live Oak Bank um, was very uh, important to us bringing on because we wanted to bring on a financial um, partner here, and specifically one that deals a lot with SBA loans or financing for people that are looking for it um, and aren't sure where to go. They act more as a partner. They go all across the United States. They're looking more at the asset and as well as the asset owner and the market. They can be a real uh, have a real advantage for you going into that asset class. Um, they're really good at SBA loans and they pull, do them really quickly. That's important because if you're doing an SBA a loan with a bank that's not proficient in it, it's a nightmare. So, you know, you really got to be working with the people that have a lot of uh, infrastructure 
mm-hmm. experience with these things because you don't want to work with banks that jerk you around and then the last and, and then in the ninth inning, right? Like, oh, we're not going to do it. And that's not how these guys operate. Yeah. Um, so that's really important. Yeah, but, they're a great group. Yeah, great group, great group. We we just had him on podcast. Uh, Terry, yeah, Terry yeah, Campbell was, came on and three uh, ago was it three podcasts? Four? Uh, yeah, three maybe three episodes ago. Yeah, um, how to finance your storage mm-hmm. facility. Um, Terry was an awesome guest. Went through yeah. uh, in detail a lot of good, a lot of good financing options uh, that they offer and what they see in the industry. Uh, really good episode. Go check that out for sure. But um, yeah, they know storage, man. They they that cuts down on your time coordinating with you know yes. your partners uh, a ton. Um, and like you said, you don't want to go th- all the way through all these processes and get to the finish line and you know have your financing pull out. And hundred percent be left with nothing, you know. No, absolutely. Um, check them out. Reach out to them. We'll have the link and everything in there, and on our website uh, as well as this podcast. Um, but we do also have some uh, more exciting news. Uh, Connor, you want to tell them what what's going on here coming up real soon? Hopefully, in the next two weeks. Coming up here in the next couple of weeks, man. We uh, we're going to be launching a new podcast. That's right. Uh, the podcast has been doing phenomenal. Uh, the Self Storage Income Podcast is just blowing up. Thanks to all you guys out there for listening and uh, all your support and AJ's book and everything. I mean, this whole this whole infrastructure we've built with uh, Self Storage Income is really helping a lot of people. Uh, a lot of good things going on in the industry, and it's it's cool to have you guys a part of it. Uh, so we're kind of building that out a little bit further, and uh, we're launching a podcast. You know, I don't even really know what it's going to be called yet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, we'll let you guys know. But it's going to be a uh, a podcast that's based solely for the purpose of storage managers. So it's yes. going to be based on uh, management practices to kind of help managers who are there every day in and out. Uh, and owners who are managing. Exactly, exactly. Manage these facilities uh, a little bit more effectively, efficiently, look at things from new perspectives, learn about some new tools. Uh, we definitely, just like self-storage income, uh, we want to have guests on that talk about and have you know wealth of knowledge and experience to talk about uh, these different strategies that they're using and implementing at their facilities, uh, just industry uh, individuals that uh, have a lot of really good uh, backgrounds, a lot of really good info to to pass on to you guys. Uh, so we're going to be launching that. Uh, stay tuned for everything. We're super excited about it. It's going to be myself and Kaylee, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be super exciting. So if you guys have any topics management-wise, by all means, reach out to us. If there's questions you have, it uh, doesn't matter in what aspect of managing your storage facility, reach out. There's a lot that goes into it, um, even if it's quote-unquote automated. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so another great episode we just yep. did uh, shortly ago. But um, yeah, no, it's going to be exciting, man. I'm, I'm jacked about it and uh, just keep building this stuff out. And Yeah, we realize there's no, there is not one uh, podcast out there that is dedicated to managers or operators that are running that facility. Right. And that's, there's so much that goes into that and managers, you know, they're running these businesses and it's just such an important piece. And so we've teamed up with uh tenant and uh, they're going to be sponsoring it. And we're going to be doing everything from giveaways to bringing on experienced managers in the industry, which I think will, you know, we, we focus a lot on the asset itself in this podcast. Yes, we do focus on operations, right? Um, but we're also not, we tend to not be sharing, you know, tips and tricks on how to cut a lock. Um, 
So there's a lot of need for that. There's a lot of need for people to say, how do we run this day to day? What is the protocol for doing things? Um, so we're, we're, we're really excited about it. Um, and, you know, that kind of leads me into uh, kind of our subject here today that I want to talk about. Um, because although it's not our subject, it's not running the day to day, but it is about teaming up with other people. And it's about, uh, we're going to talk a lot about syndicating, um, but really a lot of these things at the core, um, I use an example of, uh, compass in the map. And I talked about this in a bigger, uh, was it bigger pockets fixated real estate sponsored by bill bigger pockets. We had a, uh, we, we did a panel speaking on scaling real estate and I talked about how, as you know, listening to this podcast, you know, no one is successful on an island. It just doesn't happen. Um, and we talk about the importance of getting people around you to make you successful and the need of having other people's strengths and how to leverage all resources that you have, time, money, people, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's probably one of my favorite topics. We have it on Facebook. You can go to my Facebook page too, as well as post it on there and fixated real estate. It's an incredible talk topic with guests. That is probably my favorite subject on scaling real estate. Um, but why I think of when we're talking about managers and, and talking why that relates to syndication and what that has to do with this compass on the map here, um, is really simple. And what the, what, I, what I mean is when you need people to come on board. You need to tie people around a message and a vision, and you need to have clarity on who you are and what you stand for. Um, it's been something that I've been working a lot through the last six months. In fact, two, we're actually changing the name of Cashflow to Freedom. Yeah, that's so, another, yeah, that's another, another big drop. one. That's right. Yeah. Wow. We got a lot yeah. of news today. A lot of things going and on. And it's the elections here tomorrow, too. Wow. 2020. Um, a full moon. That's right. What's going on out it there? was. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're, uh, Cash Flow to Freedom is changing just simply to AJ Osborne. So the Cash Flow to Freedom podcast and the site is just going to become my podcast and my site. Um, so we wanted to create clarity and make sure our message is clear. Um, and self-storage income is the heart of it and what, what we do. Um, the other things, those are going to be represented by me. But when, when looking at syndicating and building your team and everything, this message and having a clear message is important. People need to know what you stand for. And I use this example of the compass and the map. And it's something that um, I use internally as we're setting up Cedar Creek Wealth and our syndication is to say, listen, it's important for us to say that our path to get to our goal, that may change. Um, but who we are, right, this doesn't change. And our who we are is developed by a set of values that we in our organization hold to be true. That these are the values that we have and these values um, are our compass. And our map, right, that we have, that is our playing field. This is where, you know, this is how, how we go. And the, and the um, key on the map, these are all the tools that are disposable and how we're getting there. But how we get to the end destination, that has to change. Economic um, conditions always change. Political conditions change. Personal lives change. Um, you have to be ready to change. But you don't stop and you don't give up on your destination and you never change your values. 
And so when lots of people have different, they, they're playing on a landscape and they have their map, but their tools and their path, they don't line up with their compass. So instead what happens is they're going in the completely opposite direction and you find in your organization or the people that you have around you, the compasses don't line up. Your true North is a different North than somebody else, which that's fine. But if you're going on a journey together, you better make sure that true North is the exact same place where mm-hmm. there's going to be issues. Yeah, for sure. And so how does this apply to syndication? This applies to syndication because at Cedar Creek Wealth, um, our values, who we are and how we accomplish our goals, our strategies, our tactics as we go through and as we're on this journey, um, it matters that other people know it. Because if you're joining a syndication with anyone, it becomes a partnership. And you better, as a, a syndicator or as a sponsor of the asset, right? If you're asking friends and family, if you're asking other people to come along, you better let them know what your compass is, what your core values are. And when you roll out your map, you better understand the tools that you have on this journey. Your key better be outlined and the tools that you don't have and you need to get on board and you need to convince people to go on this journey with you, right? Your destination has to be clear, understanding that along the way, it may be rough, right? But we're going to keep going. Um, And this is a really, really important piece. People that aren't very clear about their vision, their purpose, what they're trying to do, struggle to get people all on board. And I find that some people... Um, we live our lives very clear, I guess you'd say, or transparent, right? I'm a very transparent person because I don't know how not to be. I talk too much, right? (laughs) So um, I found very early on there was no reason in trying to be something that I'm not because I say what I am 24-7. And I just, when I'm not happy, I'm not happy. When I'm happy, I'm happy. I just like, I'm not good at lying. I'm not good at doing it. So my compass is very obvious. That's Mm -hmm. benefited me because I attract people that hold the same values as me. And that's always been a good thing. Um, I think that I talk about what I want, what I like, where I'm going a lot because it's exciting for me. And I'm really excited about the path and the adventure that I'm going on. And that's that's been a benefit for me in that people felt comfortable because they understood, they could see my compass. It wasn't ever hidden, right? Um, and when you're looking at syndicating, when you're looking at getting partners, when you're looking at getting deals, you need to be able to, um, you need to be able to really transfer that message. If you don't, and you get an organization where everybody's once again, true north is different or your investors are then not happy about the way things are going down. Well, they should have understood your core values and how you were going to react in um, certain situations. And so it's really important to set this up and to attract people to make sure that you're all going the same direction Mm -hmm. and that this is going to work in the long run. Um, Not everybody needs to have the same goal or destination. That's fine. That's not what it's about. Right. But if you're not, they need to go with other people that are right. Right. And so I am not a, you know, very risk based person. Um, That's never been my thing. I've never flipped. I've never done anything. I've never been about a quick buck. Um, Mm -hmm. Not that that's bad. I don't mean that in a 
derogatory nature. Just not your north. It's just not me. Yeah. It's not my north. And other people that are like, actually, I like to turn over capital and I'd rather go for big hits. Things. And not that I don't go for big hits, but I need to, I'd turn over capital fast. You know, those people, they need to go to somebody else that has that true north. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. No, that was one of the first things that I thought of. The, you know, buy and hold strategy versus buy and sell. Uh, that's a big distinction between a lot of uh, investors, there's a lot of investors that that do like that quick turnaround. They want to buy a facility, uh, just storage specifically. They want to buy it, or, you know, sell it in three to five years, get out, and go on to the next one, whatever it is. Um, then there's people like us where you know we want to buy and hold forever. You know, we don't want to sell. We don't have any intention of ever doing that. Um, so that is that is a good distinction, especially uh, when you're talking syndication and partners and employees and everything else. Getting everybody on the same page is 100% essential. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's – this comes down to a lot about being a leader, right? This comes down to this idea that, you know – and I believe everybody's a leader. I don't believe some people are a leader and others aren't. Um, there's not influencers and there's not people that aren't influ- influencers, right? Every single person that is here – has an effect on other people. I truly believe that. And uh, the extent of the effect, um, right, is less important, but it's the fact that we know that that's important, that we know that, hey, we got to get out there. Every day you wake up, you're going out and you live in a cumulative total, right? We we, we have, we're all here on the earth, we're all together, um, and the things we do have an effect on other people. So it's important to be clear on the things that you're going to do and on your purpose. And when you are, you can accomplish amazing things. And I find that people that are successful in syndication are really good at letting other people know their purpose. It's even more so than the strategy or the returns, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, listen, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm going to go about it. And people trust them because of their values, their set of values. That's way more important to me than any business strategy. Some people may come and they may have a billion dollar strategy. If I don't trust them or I don't ally with their core values, I'm not going to ever do business with them. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't matter. And when I feel that people aren't being upfront with me, I'm, I don't want to do business, right? Um, they may be very successful going on. That doesn't matter to me. It's not what it's about. They may make lots of money. I don't care. That's fine. Great. Go. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, it's, you know, you will attract those around you that fit with you if you're being upfront, if you're being open, if you're being honest, and if you're speaking out. This has been a great thing about this podcast. I mean, think about the community that we've built here. Oh, it's huge. Because people, they're here and they know, you know what we stand for. Right. And that gave away to Cedar Creek Wealth. And everything that we're trying to accomplish there and what we're doing. So, you know, this comes down to networking. This comes down to finding deals. I I say this a lot, but you can't forget economics. It's a people game, right? You never can take people out of the equation. Customers, investors, you just can't. You can't do it. Um, The moment you do, the moment you run into problems. And uh, it's... I guess a lot of people think that I'm way too open, that I give out all our secrets, so to speak, our secret recipe of success. <laughs> and, I have, and I've had a few people in the industry get mad at me about that. 
Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm like, I feel that the more people know us, how we're successful, I'm not trying to hide anything, uh, that only net benefits us. And I think that's how everybody should approach it, right? Don't worry about making sure that other people are not successful. Mm-hmm. Make right. sure that you're helping other people and making sure that you're successful. And the more that other people are successful, the more you will be. I, you, know, you know, you talk about a ship that rises or a tide that rises all ships, you know. Um, I'm not afraid of competition and self-storage. I'm afraid of uneducated competition and self-storage. If we have a market that gets overbuilt, it's overbuilt because people didn't understand there wasn't enough demand. Mm -hmm. And then it ruins the market for everybody. So it's not like it's like, oh, we're going to keep a market a secret. No, it's not it at all. It's no secret. It's no secret. (laughs) Everybody knows everything. So the idea that you're not talking to each other just means that no one knows how much storage is being built. No one knows how much is coming on board. Then markets get overbuilt and there's nothing you can do about it at that point. Instead, we should educate everybody what makes a healthy market that everyone can be successful in. Makes sense. It's a winning strategy. Yeah. Um, And when you apply a winning strategy for more people, that's... That's syndicating. That's what it's all about. I mean, and two, I don't know about you, but I have no problem saying I either don't know, I have no clue, right? And a lot of people, when they're confronting um, investors, they don't want to say those things, right? When I did our first deal, right, I got all the investors said, this is my first syndication, so please bear with me. As I'm learning all of this and feel free to reach out to me, give me suggestions, help me out, right? And I feel like a lot of investors, they don't want to say that because they don't, they think that the investors are going to get scared and won't want to invest their money with them. Where for me, I think you're being open, you're being honest, and two, you're asking for help. Mm-hmm. So you can get help if, as long as you know that you need it. So I don't right. worry about it. Yeah. But uh, it's not a bad thing, right? It's not a negative thing on the person. In fact, it's better because those investors then can help out to make sure, ensure that it's successful. And that makes me feel better about putting my money with somebody. Right. Well, I'm kind of touching on the entire topic here where if you have a potential investor that does have an issue with you being transparent about that, then maybe you're not aligned right. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's perfect. Like, yeah, you know, they can continue doing what they're doing and you can go find somebody else. Yeah. Um, That's one of the things, too, that I think there's this, this scarcity mindset. With a lot of people as well, where they think, oh, well, I've got this investor and I, I can't lose that person or I've yes. got this opportunity. And it's, you think it's that only one. Yeah. <laughs> and you yes. can't lose it, right? Uh, which is totally not the case. No. You know? There's, There's millions of opportunities yeah. coming every day. Exactly. And, and two, I find out the most, you know, for me too, I actually, you know, we call, when we started out, I would call like everybody we knew. We'd call CPAs, we'd call attorneys, we'd call people in the business and say, what am I missing? Why does this deal suck? Because it looks good to me, <laughs> but I'm an idiot. So help me out here, right? Um, where some people, they get what they think is a great deal, and then they don't want to talk to anybody because they're afraid that they're going to steal it, only find out it wasn't a good deal. They just didn't see it all. And right? then your time. Your and your time, exactly. <laughs> and for me, I'm like, listen, I would rather make sure that I'm not doing something wrong or bad and taking steps back Mm -hmm. than risk losing a deal because we cut out our own deals all the time. 99% of all deals that we look at, we never do. 
Um, I'm much more concerned about making sure that the deal is a good, safe deal that's going to generate the returns that we need and is going to preserve capital and grow wealth um, that I am missing out on the rock star deal. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just not a concern. But, um, you know, I – and I'm not saying go blab about everything you're doing. Nothing. I'm not saying that, right? But I am saying you need to create a team around you with people that are seriously involved in your success and creating it. And you can only do that if not only are you transparent about what you're trying to accomplish, what you're doing, but also if you're transparent about who you are and your compass, your set of values. And you need to get those people around you, right? It's, you know, it's the old adage of you, you don't go get advice from someone that's living a life that you don't want to live, right? Like mm -hmm. your, your true Norse don't align and that advice and that helps not going to help you out. It's going to actually detriment you because they're not trying to go where you are, right? Um, so anyways, I don't know. I don't want to beat it to death, but I think it's a really important topic and especially around um, uh, large assets and investing. Because it takes a lot. It takes a lot of people. It takes a lot of time. And when you're investing other people's money, it's not so much about you anymore, right? I mean, oh, you need to put those people up front. You have an obligation to be honest with them and to not do anything that would harm them. And uh, the more clear and transparent you can be through that process will only help you out. Make happy investors and make them return their capital to you. Um, I, you know, I've, I've heard stories and I know guys that, uh, they had a deal go South, but the investor still gave them capital afterwards. Cause they said, listen, you were honest, you were upfront, you, you know, it wasn't your fault and the trust wasn't broken. Uh, reputation is everything. So just don't lose that. And people that feel that they didn't know what was going on. That's when your reputation, rep reputation gets lost because they feel that you were hiding things or disclosing information from you. I can't stress that enough. Yeah, no, that's huge. That's huge. If somebody feels like you've hidden something from them or, and yeah. weren't transparent, yeah, that uh, that reputation is everything. And if that goes down the drain, man, um, the world's small and you could never get that reputation back um, for good. Yeah. With a lot of people. And it's, you know, the, it, this industry is, is is small. We know all the bad players. People know them. People talk. We know the people that should be avoided. Um, and you don't want to be those people. You want to be the people that say, listen, he's coming up in the industry. Everybody reach out. And I, I know few industries, maybe it's just different in self-storage, but everybody wants to help everybody out. Mm -hmm. Just is. I, I, I call up other operators. We've got, uh, I got partners that have competing facilities in my town. I work with them. It's not, it's not like that. I, I mean, some of my closest friends own facilities right next to ours that we mm -hmm. compete with. It's just nobody feels that way. And I think the reason being is it's we don't lose one off. We all lose together or we all succeed together. Um, and that's the great thing about the self-storage industry. I like it. I come from, you know, the other industry I was in, the brokerage industry, that could not be more false. <laughs> uh, oh, that was like cut 
throat. No team effort going on. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was, you know, how can you discredit and cut down and get a step ahead? It was more like a game of battleship yeah, versus exactly. like the tide raising You're up everybody. You're sinking their <laughs> ships. You don't want their ships to rise. You want to sink them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's just no fun. And I like competing. Everyone that knows me, I'm very competitive. But I'm competitive in a good way, and so should you. But anyways, I, and maybe I'm just dragging on, but this is a great topic, and um, I want everyone to be in this industry because there's more storage facilities and more wealth and more opportunity out there than any one person could ever have. It just doesn't work like that. Um, so we might as well make a great industry and community together. So love it, man. Couldn't agree more. Excited for everything that's going on and everything coming down the line. And uh, just again, just kind of like you're talking about, man, just going through this journey and, and learning all of these new things and exciting things and continuing to share our experiences with everybody out there. So uh, you and guys have to stay tuned. Check out once again, and we're, we're headed out on a road trip. Yeah. So we're showing all the behind the scenes stuff. I I apologize for everybody. I use Instagram. I, I don't know. It's just, I need to sync it up with Facebook or something for all you Facebook bookers out there. But yeah, we'll be putting videos up and we'll be talking about different things that we're doing with conversions and meeting some of the, the team and contractors, everybody. So check it out. Give us a follow on there. It's AJ Osborne. And thanks everybody. We'll catch you next time.